6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you know what? Uh, the National Council of Canadian Muslims have uh, has released a national strategy to combat anti-Muslim hate. It comes with recommendations about the creation of a national strategy to fight Islamophobia within the civil service and the wider Canadian society. The organization calls on provinces to teach about Islamophobia in schools and prohibit white supremacist rallies. Now, here at home, following a series of violent attacks on women wearing hijabs, uh, a pilot project was put in place aimed at empowering bystanders to intervene safely but here's the thing organizers say it's open to everyone who feels vulnerable and those who want to know how to help anyone the organizers iman Siddiqui and grace Schmullen join me this afternoon iman and grace welcome to the show Thank you so much, Thank you so much for having us. It is, uh, it's wonderful to be talking to you both. Iman, maybe uh, start by telling me, uh, when did you realize or when did you decide that you wanted to do something, that you wanted to put something in place to give people uh, the, 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 the confidence to, to step in and do something if needed? Yeah, of course. So there has been a rise in hate-motivated attacks in Alberta. There has been several attacks where women wearing hijabs have had their hijabs pulled off um, there's also been a couple men who have been visibly muslim who've been targeted and um visibly muslim people who have been physically assaulted and had threats and islamophobic slurs hurled at them and had their lives threatened notably there was the tragic attack in london ontario mm-hmm. where a family was targeted in a car attack Four of the family members were murdered and only one of the family members was left alive and hospitalized. And as these incidents have increased in frequency, we wanted to focus on empowering communities to be safe together. This is something that is upsetting for everyone, not just for Muslims. So there have been a lot of great initiatives that have focused on safety. Victim-focused strategies like self-defense are important. But it's important to note that the fact that people have to learn to defend themselves, to go about their day, to feel a little safer living in their home just because they look a certain way is not right. I, I, I love that you said that it's empowering communities to work together because I really do believe that this is a huge, um, a huge key to this issue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we have this perception of these kinds of attacks occurring in dark alleys or isolated spaces, but the majority of these attacks happened in transit centers, LRT stations, uh, at, on White Avenue, in parks, at, at the Southgate uh-huh. parking lot. So these are places where there's often a lot of witnesses and opportunities to step in. So we really wanted to focus on bystanders in our training because being equipped with the knowledge of what we can do when we are witnessing these attacks and knowing how and when we can step in is an important responsibility that we all have to each other. Grace Schmuland is uh, from the Saffron Center and um, Iman called Grace and said, hey, you know what? We we want to work, put together a, a workshop. So Grace, how did that workshop come about besides the phone call? <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, Iman reached out to us, I think, because um, we have had a bystander intervention training for a while uh, because Saffron is a sexual assault center. It was originally focused on how people can respond when they see instances of sexual assault and harassment and how they can intervene there. But Iman kind of approached us with this wonderful idea of how can we adapt this together and work together to make it applicable for the Muslim community and um, you know, be talking about what issues they're facing and how we can sort of bring people together to learn how to step in in those situations. I think a lot of people think, uh, oh yeah, I could, I would step in, no problem. I, I would know, I would have the courage to do it. I know exactly what I would do. But, you know, there's a couple of different things here. I mean, this isn't necessarily about stepping in and being physical um, or, you know, coming in, you know, and, and punching mm-hmm. somebody out. That's, mm-hmm. that's not what you're looking at necessarily here. So tell us... Give us an idea of what tools that participants were equipped with to to handle a situation. Yeah, and you make a really excellent point, right, is that true... Uh, effective bystander intervention is deliberately nonviolent and non-physical and so you're right people have this misconception of you know being that fairy tale knight swooping in saving the day kind of ignoring your own safety but really what I think participants what I heard from them on the day was that learning that there's different ways to intervene that are often non-direct and very victim focused and it could just be going up afterwards and saying hey I saw what happened are you okay is there anything I can do learning that that is bystander intervention was one of those things that I think a lot of people hadn't heard before and was really effective. And and I'm thinking as well, just, you know, if you see something, pay pay attention to what, to what you're seeing because it could help with the investigation and details, that sort of thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there is power in just being present and even subtly documenting what you see um, so that that could be evidence that if the victim is interested in, they could use that in the future if they wanted to go to another authority um, and yeah, maybe do an investigation if that's something they're interested in for sure. Iman, I I love that, um, you know, I'm going to go back to empowering communities to work together and and and, um, because this is not just um, to, to... to to help the the Muslim community, it's to help everybody, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The training was open, and for our next couple projects, it's going to be open to everyone. Everyone is welcome. Uh, Bystander training is about educating and empowering in hopes of recognizing our interconnected roles and responsibilities so that we can contribute to a safe and inclusive environment. It's not just about Muslim women. It's for anyone who feels vulnerable You know, there's been a lot of anti-Asian hate since the pandemic. Indigenous people have borne the brunt of a lot of marginalization. It's for anyone who feels marginalized or vulnerable. We all have a responsibility to look out for each other. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Grace, um, you know, you mentioned a couple of things, uh, you know, focusing on the victims uh, afterwards. um, and, And I think probably one of the big challenges is actually having the strength to do it and step in because like I said I think there's a lot of people say oh I would do it but then afterwards maybe don't have to do it but so how do you how do you is is knowledge the power that leads to the confidence 
Yeah, I think that's actually a, a good way of putting it because you're right, it's not easy. It's actually something that instinctually we're not very good at. Um, there's been studies that show, you know, if there's a large crowd that witnesses something, we're actually less likely to step in because we think, oh, somebody else is going to do it. Yeah. So if we're if you're aware of that and you know of your own barriers and realize, you know what, I'm... I, I, I need to step in. It's it's that knowledge. It's knowing that this is something that I know how to do and this is something that I want to do. That's that step you have to take a lot of the time. Yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Iman, I know that the uh, the workshop that was held this past uh, weekend, um, it was it was filled. Are you and Grace going to do this again? Do we have more? I know this was a, a first one to see how it went. Is there going to be more? Yeah, so this was our pilot project, and we got a lot of really great feedback from our participants. So we want to take into account all that feedback and maybe work to have a couple different collaborations incorporated and get the next couple workshops ready. But there is definitely more to come. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, please keep us updated on it. And uh, I, I think what you're doing is is really great for the entire community uh thank you for joining me this afternoon i appreciate your time thank you very much yeah take care iman siddiqui uh, siddiqui joining me this afternoon along with grace schmuland uh from the saffron center and again this you know it was this this workshop born out of those those attacks on on uh on, on muslim women in in edmonton but really open to everybody to give them the confidence and what to do if you see something happening, I go back to the attack on that uh, the police officer outside of Commonwealth Stadium. And I know I remember people saying at that point, you know, why didn't people step in? I think somebody eventually did. But why didn't more people step in, you know, to get that guy off of him who had that knife? You know, because if I was there, I would have done it. Would you have? Would you have or were you afraid for your own safety, afraid for your family's safety, didn't know what to do, thought that someone else might do it? As much as I'd like to think, and I think we all believe that we would step up and do something, I think a lot of us, in fact, might, you know, pump the brakes. we double clutch. We could go in and you double clutch and go, ah. Uh, you know, maybe someone else is going to do it. Do I really have that little bit of hero in me? I'm not sure.